back once again with a power pack teaching. Um, you know, for those who have never joined this teaching, we want to just remind you to be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and then click on the bell in the upper right-hand corner so that you can be notified each time we come on. So Dr. Larry and I, we will be teaching on today. Uh, if you have a question, you can put it in the chat and we'll be sure to address your question if we are able to do so. So Dr. Larry, to you. All right, we're gonna begin. Um, uh, we've been in this session teaching and um, actually when you teach truth, you combat error, error automatically. You never have to teach out, teach against nobody or throw out anything. Teaching of the truth will always combat error, erroneous doctrine. Now we're gonna go to our notes five, and here's a point, and you can go back to those who haven't been uh, 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 listening to the series. Now we teach, we don't teach a, a motivational something or this or you know spotted and scattered all out. We don't do the shotgun stuff. We we take what the Holy Spirit has given us, the thought that he has given us, and we stick with that. Because the scriptures say that teaching the Father's mythology, his educational system works like, like this. Line upon line, precept on precept, here little, there a little. And another uh, scripture make reference to his teaching as drops of rain. And then another one as the do, you see. So it ain't no, you know, overnight, go up overnight thing. When you uh, begin to study the mind of the father through his word and the voice of his spirit. Medical doctors, they go to school for years. For years. People go to college, pay all that money, stay up all night studying, studying something that's not that does not give them eternal life. It give them something on this earth, but nothing in it throughout eternity. So when we approach the word, we have to approach it like that. Now, uh, in terms of salvation, we mentioned this last time, Dr. Renee, that salvation or the price being paid for the penalty of high treason that was committed by all human beings Father, the entire human race, all human beings come from one man, Adam. Father means source, sustainer, provider, uh, nurturer, heart protector, head protector, the source of origin. All human beings came from one man. And because of that, one man, the source father, was charged with high treason. See, though, that's kingdom definition of terms. He knew what to do, and he knew that what he did would affect his seed and everybody that came from him. Isha, the woman, was not charged with high treason. She was charged with being deceived. And then the scripture went on to say, in Romans 5, through one man, death, or separation from the father entered into man. Therefore, by one man, righteousness must also enter and bring restitution. That one man was the last Adam, Elohim's representative, Yeshua, the Messiah. Now, when you look at the spelling of his name in the original language that the father communicated to the original writers, and when they penned that name, Adam, Aleph, Dalet, Mim, Adam, Aleph, Dalet, Mim. Now, you got Dalet, Mim is the Hebrew spelling for blood. Aleph, of course, the extended meaning, meaning uh, from that one Hebrew alphabet and all Hebrew alphabet, not alphabet, alphabet are words. They are not characters, they are words. All of the extended meaning is the authority, the spiritual authority of the father's word that he governed by. It also means the father being first. All right. So Adam was the father's first blood in the earth. 
that he sanctioned by the word of his power when he spoke to that dust that he formed a body out of and released his spirit in him. When he released his spirit in him, that body became alive. Some translations say a living soul, some say a living being. So we have to go back there and we're not gonna go all the way back. You go back to the prior sessions and you get understanding to get to we are where we are right now in this note right here, which says when your spirit is born again because of what the last Adam Yeshua did, it gave authorization to the Holy Spirit to regene us, wash us, and connect us back to our heavenly father, our heavenly source, and our heavenly created creator, whom our earthly father served our relationship from. When you let's go to note five, when your spirit is born again, that does not mean you automatically go to heaven when you die. Oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh. It doesn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, and I want to interject. Um, when you, when you, when we speak like that, it's controversial because of the doctrine of demon that once you give your life to Yeshua, once you do that, then it's a done deal. That doctrine of demon, once saved, always saved. So if that's the case, then what are we going to do with all of the scriptures that bear witness against us uh, in Hazan? It talks about he who overcomes, he who overcomes, I'm going to do this. He who overcomes, they're going to get um, a new name. He who overcomes, we're going to have different things. I mean, it goes down the whole list. We can go take a look at it if you like. So when we speak like this, it challenges what religion has taught us. It challenges the very fact that we've been believing a lie for so long. So when the truth comes, the truth has a problem going inside because something has to be uprooted first. In order for the truth to come, go in, that lie has to come out and be uprooted. Absolutely, as our daughter would say. <laughs> Absolutely. Look at Yud, and we say Yud because there are no uh, J's in Hebrew, and the Hebrews are not English citizens. All right. Let's look at Yud 20, we're going to read 20, let me see. And we're going to get up, we want to get down to 22. So we're going to begin reading at verse 20. I think the Living Translation will be all right, or the NIV, either one of those would be all right. And then the next scripture on our notes, Dr. Mary, you can hit that one. Let's, let's, let's prove this. Let's prove this. Now, you got to always look when you are studying and consider and understand that these are letters from the emissaries that Yeshua taught himself to different congregations. Now, this congregation here, these people are born again. The only word that the father have to people who are not born again is, is to change the way that you think to the religious and the ones that are not born again because the government of the kingdom is back and get born again. Receive Yeshua. Acknowledge what he have done. He have paid the price for eternal death. That penalty have been met by his own blood. And now you have opportunity to be restored back to the father. That's the only word and message that the father have to someone who's not born again. When you study the scripture, he's talking to the messianic writings. He is talking to people who have been born again. All right, let's just get that straight. Now here he says, but you dear friends must build each other up in your most holy faith, pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now only born again believers have the Holy Spirit, the father's, own spirit within them. And he's talking about the heavenly language, the prayer in the heavenly language, okay? And await the mercy of Yeshua. Let me just read here so I'll be looking this way. Await the mercy of our Lord Adonai, Yeshua Messiah, the Messiah. The father didn't name his son Jesus, the Romans and Greeks did. 
he named him Yeshua. He never called him Christ. It's Mashiach in the Hebrew, and the proper English translation for Mashiach is Messiah, also the anointed. So the mercy of Adonai, Yeshua, the Messiah, who will bring you eternal life. In this way, you will keep yourself safe in Elohim's love. God is used. Most people say God because the English translators wrote God. Let me educate you. Just, just a short, brief little nugget. The Hebrew word for God is El, Aleph Lamed. If you go to Barashid, when the father revealed to Moshe his, his, his actual name that he can refer to him by, which would dictate his character and who he is that, and, rep, and his uh, reputation, how he acts, it's Elohim. Barashi bara Elohim et hash uh Barashi Barashi. Let me go. In the beginning, Barashi Elohim Aletav or Elohim et Hashemim Haares. In the beginning, Elohim, the word Yeshua created the heavens and the earth. That's the first mention we have. So yet Elohim. But the English translated Elohim into God as well as El into God because the English words don't carry the substance to properly interpret the Hebrewic language. It's important. Now let's go back. So keep yourself safe in Elohim's love and you must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. These are believers. Holy Spirit is in them. Rescue others, watch this, by snatching them from the flames of judgment. Most translations say fire, which is hell. Show mercy to steal others, but do so with great caution, hating the sins that contaminate their lives. Now, the book is saying that these are believers who are wavering in their faith. Now, if y'all help us out, if I don't snatch them from the flames of judgment, then what's going to happen? They'll fall under judgment and bust hell wide open. All right. Okay. I, I heard some. I heard that too. Let's go to uh, the NIV. Uh, in verse 22, because most likely people who believe the other way have never saw this because most people don't study scripture. They just go about what they pastor say and what feel good. Most people, I'm telling you, this is fact. Found errors in script in the Bible, not scripture in the Bible. So they replace most of what the Bible say with their own thoughts. It's like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Y'all ever heard that, that phrase? You know, throw the bathwater out and the baby was still in it. Just went on, throw, throw everything on it. Now, let's, let's get this one. He says, but you, dear friends, by building yourself up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in Elohim's love as you wait for the mercy, as you wait for, you wait, that word wait, mean as you be in anticipation, obeying the laws of the kingdom, walking in the word, walking in holiness, walking in purity, that's the only way we're going to do it, for the mercy of Yeshua the Messiah to bring you eternal life. So then we just get saved and go to heaven. There's a condition here. Salvation is there. Nothing, he's not going back on the cross. I mean, that's there, but we have a part to play. And you don't just get born again and go to heaven. There are some conditions. Now, now look at this. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others, show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by the corrupt flesh. Now, let's move on to verse 24. To him who is able, see, you don't hear this a lot, to keep you from sinning. 
Well, you know, everybody, everybody got some sin, child, and can't nobody live. And they're perfect, child. So, so you hear this. But Cletus and them don't have no scripture to stand on. We go, uh, but yet Kepha called Second Peter 1 and 10. He'll say the same thing. If you add to your faith virtue, your virtue, uh, patience, and he went on to give some other things to add to. He said, if you do this, these things as a direct relationship of your, uh, excuse me, as a direct lifestyle of your relationship with the Father, you will never, ever stumble or sin, and you will be a proper presentation to others. But we weren't taught this. Most people, word of faith, we were taught this. Most people haven't been taught. They know nothing about this. Everybody got some excuse of why you can keep on willfully sinning. Willfully. All of us are going through the process of sanctification. That's one thing. Willful is another. And this willful sin, people are saying you can do that and still go to heaven when you die. We just looking at scripture. We just decided to open the book, do some exegeta, exegete, and, and do some uh, 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 comprehensive studying, some exegetical studying. Uh, we decided to go into this thing and really uh, do the deductive and the inductive. Uh, we decided to check out the hermeneutics and, uh, and the homiletics and find out that there's a bunch of religious hogwash. We decided that we would just, oh, just, since we can read, and think, we decide to do that. To him is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault. Well, you know, all of us got some sin. Without fault, Cletus, and with great joy to the only Elohim, the sovereign ruler, our savior be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Yeshua the Messiah, Adonai before all ages, now and forever. Amen. Close the book. Sit down. That's it. He's talking to the believers. Now, if those who are living overcoming lives and are mature, if he tell you to snatch somebody out, that means you don't. Where are they going to end up at? I'm just from St. Louis, Missouri, born in Homer G. Hospital. We stayed on K Street. I don't know. I chopped cotton, picked cotton, raised hogs, cows, ate our own meat, picked okra and, 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 and tomatoes and sold cardboard and cans and, and, and rolled mama's cotton sack. I got enough sense to know that if I don't snatch them out, that's where they're going to be with they save self. I rest my case, Dr. Renee. Let's go to this next note. When your spirit is born again, that does not mean you automatically go to heaven when you die. So Dr. Larry, he just clearly uh, dealt with that. But in Yochanan, all of just one, first John 2 and 16, it reads, for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases Elohim will live forever. So the scripture is clear in this. Um, we have to just continually remember that when the word is dealing with us, the word comes for us to do one thing, and that's for us to obey. And so uh, when Dr. Larry was dealing with um, repentance and how, you know, it's not that we are once saved, always saved, the first thing that came to my mind when uh, Nicodemus, he said, how can a man be born again? How can a man be born again? Do I have to go back into my mother's womb? And so Yeshua, he said, no, you have to what? We have to repent. We have to change the way we think about things. And when we deal with that word repent, this is just a refresher for some. Um, it's the Hebrew word shub. And it's comprised of shin, 
Bob and Bayette. Shin is telling me that something is being consumed. And then Bob, that means something is connected or has been established. And then Bayette, something inside of me. So whatever is inside of me, this thing has to be consumed and totally destroyed. So when I repent of something, I don't go back to it. Why? Because it's totally destroyed. Okay, thank you for putting that up. So, yeah, so in other words, when I truly repent, I'm not saying, well, um, we fall down and we get up. That was one of my favorite scriptures <laughs> that you just mentioned. He is able to keep us from falling. He's able. The question is, am I willing to go through the process and make the decision that, yes, I'm ready to make this change. I'm ready to just uh, allow the Holy Spirit to sever these things that I've been desiring that's contrary to his word. Yeah, in other words, Sue, you mentioned, you touched it. I'm yeah. going to extend it. Shin, one of the means of Shin is to destroy or consume, like she mentioned. And there it is. Mm -hmm. Hebrew read is right to left, but it read, you know, and then Bob is in the middle. And then that's the bayette on the end. Now, these have the he each letter, each alphabet has a meaning. So when we actually look, here it is. Here it is. He give the how-tos. He give the substance behind the context. I won't change if I don't destroy Shin, what's connected Bob or what I'm in alignment with and in allegiance to relative to how I think and what controls my thinking. But yet, but yet means family, what's on the inside, uh, what controls the inside of a person, whose covenant that I'm connected with. Until that is consumed or destroyed, I can't change. Repent don't mean crying and laying on the floor and hollering and go right back and then you back on the altar again next week. That's, not, that's because the, 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 the mind never changed because the previous thought is still in the system. Now, here's an analogy. In, in the ancient uh, African culture, uh, what would happen when a village or you know, they were always very territorial, you know, trying to conquer and take over stuff. If someone were to go into another area and conduct war against those people and take uh, over their territory, what they would do, they would bound them, bind them, excuse me, bind them up, turn them toward the houses, and, you know, American history would make you think that all Africans came out of huts and stuff like that. It, evidence have come up. They had flats. They had nice buildings and structure and everything. You can't believe this American history. They would make them turn toward that with all their, uh, uh, what you call it, things that are close to you. Um, possessions. Huh? Possessions. Not possessions. Uh, you said it the other day. You said this house is, is close to me. What is it? Sentimental. Sentimental. That's it. Sentimental. Thing that is, you know, just have sentimental value. It's close to my heart. They would put, put up right in front of them and burn it down. Make them watch it burn to the ground and but ashes. To impact upon their minds that that ain't happening no more. You'll never see it again. And once they did that and what make them watch it burn all the way to ashes, then they would turn them and take them to their territory. And they would strip them of their language, strip them of their culture, strip them of the precious things and colonize them. That's colonization is where it come from. That's, that's, you know. So that is the substance that you can draw from to get the true meaning of repentance. Yes, so and let me add, oh, yeah. mm, sorry. And no, I just no, want to add- No, you No, I'm doing it now. <laughs> you tell me as soon I get through. You, you good, go ahead. You should have finished it. Okay, so, uh, 
So when they, uh, if you get previous thinking, now understand this in Matthew 4, 17, Yeshua said, repent. He said, destroy your ways, the religious system that's in you, how you've been taught to think. You got to get rid of it and you got to get rid of what's controlling your thinking in order to submit to my will. Go ahead, Dr. Ray. Okay, what I was going to add to that was when I destroy something, I don't try to hold on to it. You can't love or uh, massage or keep or hold fasten to the very thing, the very bait that's sending you to hell. You have to hate it. You have to hate that thing. This thing is not to be tampered with. It's not to be played with. And so that's one of the problems because when people are trying to move forward, mm -hmm. still trying to hold it, hold on to something in the past, no, it has to be utterly destroyed, obliterated, annihilated completely. So that's what I want to add. Awesome. So that means uh, you need to delete that contact out the phone? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also, <laughs> does it mean that you need to delete that social media? That's right. Instagram, Nogram, Telegram, TikTok, Mock Rock, and Sock Sock. All of the, I know it's stuff out of that I don't even know. We own platforms I don't know about. Market ministry got us everywhere. I, I, what, who is it? Oh, okay. That's us. Okay. That'll work. That'll work. So it's so much. There are a lot of access points now. See, it used to be just get rid of the phone number. That was it. Case closed, shut it down. Now you got a lot of work to do now. Server and soul ties is what it's called. Now, our next point, we'll go to our next point because we are proven through scripture that our salvational, let me use that word and make it up, walk on this earth is conditional. There's something we are to do while we are waiting, while we are ministering, while we are living, waiting on that etern eternal life comes into our born again spirit. That doesn't guarantee that we're going to spend eternity with the Father. And we're just going through scriptures to show you. And I oftentimes say this, and we'll go to this next note, say this, that the, it's the father's mercy. That's why you saw they were standing right there getting ready to jump off in hill, getting ready to go. They said, no, snatch them back. If they feelings get hurt, hurt the doggone feelings. Get the soul saved. Well, they might not, they might, they might not, they might unfriend me. Let them unfriend you now. They'll friend you later. You see. The Holy Spirit will stay right up until that point. He ain't going to hell. He have conquered hell. That's when he depart. And that spirit and soul is in a place of separation. It's temporary until the final judgment, which would make it permanent. No, no purgatory. You don't get a chance to repent in hell. It's there. What I mean is there in that place until everybody go to heaven, to the country, the place, the kingdom of heaven, everybody going one time, everybody. That's what you call the second resurrection. I see you in second resurrection. To stand before kingdom, a definition of turn, the great righteous throne, get white out your mind. That's a racist infusion, a racial, superiority infusion into translation of the scripture, righteous throne. Y'all remember the thing, you're white, you're right, you're black, get back, you're brown, stick around. They get that stuff from the Bible, translations in the Bible, they get that from that. They said, we're the white, this is a white righteous throne. No, it isn't. Righteous, undefiled, pure, no blemishes. Where Joseph at? Joseph got up on me. Okay, that's what he was talking about. Ain't that right, Yosef? Am I right, Yosef? Right. Thank you. All right. Now, uh, we had a question by Elder Demetrius had his hand up. 
Yeah, so you were just uh, just mentioned about snatching someone out of uh, out of that judgment. And so at what point is it violating the law? Uh, well, the free will of that person, the free will. See, the English word snatch is used there. And when you here, here's when you snatch something in the English, you do it quick. Cup about to fall and make sure it's closed. Cup about to fall, snatch it for a catch. You move in quick. And it had nothing to do with their will, but it means that you take immediate action when you see them going that direction. You don't wait, well, you know, you pray for them, fine. See, that's why relationships are so important. So I got a relationship with Demetrius that if I see him doing something, I ain't gonna just watch him. That boy getting ready to the backslide and everything. No, hey, uh, Misha, how you doing, son? I need, no, I need to talk to you. Okay, dad, I got time. No, no, I need to talk to you. And now, in my presence, what am I doing? I'm getting ready to snatch. We ain't waiting till tomorrow. We're not having lunch or dinner or snack. Bro, we need to talk right now. And I tell him what's going on and what's at the end of the road if he keep doing it. Now, if he choose not to, I did my part in moving quickly and skillfully to that brother to snatch him back. If he said he don't want to be snatched, you, you, this cup too heavy to just fall on out. I, ain't, I, I tried. I ain't control nobody's will. You never control no one's will. But you don't vacillate and procrastinate, which is a chief nine-star general from, from hell that resides in many people's mind. Procrastination. Some people have procrastinated and, and blood is on their hands. You had a relationship with them. You saw what they was doing. You just sit up there hee-hawing like old donkey with them, watching them go head that direction. Instead of getting some gall and some gut. See, the, the scripture said the righteous. Oh, man. Oh, man. The righteous are bold as lions. See, you can't live that hypocritical lifestyle. That That's when, oh, I just, I just didn't say nothing. You know, they might not invite me to the Christmas party if I say something. And just, you know, hypocrite. Righteous are bold as lions. Where if you don't invite me to the Christmas party, the Easter parade, this is what it is. I'm fine. I'm not doing it. But it was good enough for you and good enough for us when we growed up. No, it wasn't. We were dumb and ignorant and unlearned and untaught. Now I'm taught, I got some sense, like mama said, when you know better, you better do better. Come on in here. Come on, Dr. Nick, let's go to the next point. So we got that. Now, also, I want to mention something uh, about, uh, what was it, Yokanon? Two, uh, I left Yokanon, one and two and 16, when he said 17, and this world is fading away along with everything that people crave, but anyone who does, not anyone who says, Jesus, you are my Lord, and I believe the Father God raised you from the dead. Now I'm saved. He says, anyone who does, anyone who does, come on, pull it up. Anyone who does, that's that's that note uh, six. Anyone who does, anyone who does, pull it back up, note six. Anyone who does, y'all see this? Every translation you get, anyone who does, anyone who does, not anyone who made a confession. Anyone who does what pleases Elohim. Does sexual immorality please Elohim? You still can go to heaven. No. Does cussing, drinking, being hateful, or religious folk, backbiting, please the father? No. Does being stingy, breaking his financial laws, please him? No. Does hating each other and murdering each other and being jealous and envious, does that please him? No, that's not pleasing the father. He said, anyone who pleases him will live forever. Without faith, my goodness, impossible to please him. For he that cometh to Elohim must believe that he is. And he is a reward of those who diligently. Now, how many people out here are not, 
diligently seeking him, saying that when, when I'm down, I'm going to heaven. Oh, my nephew uh, posted something and, and the religious wolves came after him, boy. I just hit him with the word and I'm gone. That's all. I mean, if you don't, if this don't get it, if you don't see this, I ain't got time for you. All the religious wolves came after him. And all he said was, why are you asking me to go to your church and I don't see no change in your life? You, I mean, you want to go to the club Sunday night and you were just dressed up Sunday morning. You heading to Vegas to gamble and get on the floor and partay. Now, why should I go to something like that? That was my stance when I backslid. I said, you sold me a church where folk living halfway right, I'll go. But that joker preaching right there, he was just down. The, I just passed him on his knees with a door open and a lady sitting in the car turned toward him. The preacher of your big church. I, I call the church out and everything. I said, don't ask me. Don't Man, you better get up out of my faith. Word up, doc. I ain't playing. You know, y'all don't know what that means, word y'all. But anyway, let's go to this next note. Come on, assistant pastor. Okay. You cannot go to heaven if you were living like this. And what is the this? Next the next note. It's got me feeling so good right now. <laughs> what is this? Come on, BJ, help me out. That makes me want to run on anyhow. I don't know that song. <laughs> Whatever it is. Ah, I'm gonna get sanctified after a while. All right, come on, Dr. Oh. Okay, so in Hazan 21 and 8, but to the cowards, unbelievers, detestable persons, murderers, the sexual immoral, those who practice magic spells, idol worshipers, and all those who lie, their place will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur. That is the second death. Where you going, bro? Go back. Go back, <laughs> bro. What's up, bro? What, what, what you doing, bro? No, we gonna hit, we gonna hit this, bro. So the scripture is clear when it speaks specifically what the father is looking for, for an overcoming believer, because many unbelieving believers feel, and we're not, we're never to be governed by our feelings, feel that it's okay to do these things and you will go to heaven anyway. But the word is clear when it says to the cowards, the unbelievers, the testable persons, murderers, the sexual immoral, all of these people, um, idol worshipers. You know, we say that we have fans and I'm a fan of this sport or whatever. I'm a fan of this musician, things of that nature. The word says all those who lie, the place is hell. So this does away with the theory of once saved, always saved, once again, because it tells us the um, justification of the word. It tells exactly what the reward is going to be for those who do not continually in uh, practice his word and continue in obedience. So it's clear that you cannot go to heaven if we're living like this. Yeah, and, th and, and this... You know, it's we can't take and you got commentators uh, as they articulate the, the English language and are very in-depth <clears throat> into intellectual studies and words and conversations and they're well read. We'll twist this around and send you to hell so quick, it'd be fast and what you're going now. Fast and what you're going. He meant exactly what he said. These are people who practice these things. Practice. Yes, sir. Practice these things. We're going to go. I know, Michi, you want to get to that next one. We're going to go to um, uh, Yokanon. Practice. P-R-A-T. I just want to get the, the one I want. We're going to go to Yokanon. 
if it, uh, let me pull this up. Yoking about one who practiced evil is of the devil. Is it four? Is it four? I'll have Yoking on four. Let me see. It's not taking me there. Look, now, I know I can spell a little bit. Um, Yokanon Olive 3 and 8, that's one. I don't know if that's the one you want. The person who practices sin belongs to the evil one. Is uh, that one? Here it is. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Gamil Yokanon 11. Okay. Gamil, which is third uh, Yokanon 11. Let's go there. All right. We talking about the price. This, this is lifestyle. People got this lifestyle and they in church every Sunday morning getting millions of dollars, millions of them. Supporting missions going everywhere. Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but it, what is good. Anyone who, remember, we just left. Uh, was it first? I left Yokanon two sixteen. Said one who does the will of the Father have eternal life, or lives forever. Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Anyone who does what is good is from Elohim. That's not talking about a good person. It's talking about a person who does His will. Anyone who does what is evil has not seen. Watch this. Understood Elohim. Demetrius. Well spoken of by everyone. <laughs> oh, me, I had to get him with that one. Okay, and then, let's 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 that's that's Yokota. Now, let's go to a, another one. Uh, what's this other one I want to get? Okay, three twelve. <laughs> Where you at, Meech? I, I was I told you I was gonna get you. Let's let's look at um let's look at this other one because it came up and it's it just behoove us to go to him if he brought it. Let's look at uh here we go. Aleph Yokanan three. Aleph Yokanan three and ten. And 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 for the colonizers who minds have been colonized by religious thoughts. It's 1 John 3 and 10. See, Yokanan never became an Englishman, so you don't have a right to change his name. It's Yokanan. Which translation is this we're looking at now? Okay, go ahead. 3 and 10. Come on, Dr. Nick. Let's, let's, you, you can do this one. Okay, yes. That's what, the one no, that I mentioned earlier. Move, move up some more. Go up to now. Somebody else can read. Read for us. We're teaching. Oh, little more, little more, little more. Yeah, that's that's good. All right, now someone read it. Just get us reader, good, clear, you know, clear reader who can articulate the English language, you know, the translations properly, and uh, read this for us. Verse seven, start of verse seven. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. Oh, 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 oh. Now, if we can be led, he talking. Now he said, "Cheers." This means people born again, right, Doctor Nate? Yes. So, if I'm led astray, well, anyway, let's keep reading. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil. Oh, no, no, you, no, no, you didn't. <laughs> it's because I went to a Beyonce concert. I'm, I'm going to hell. The father want me to have fun. I can go work, worship one of Baphomet idols and listen to that music. Music don't bother nobody. Music is good. It came from God. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You, you, that's a mistranslation. See, that's why I'm fooled with that Bible. See, Lord, know my heart. I'm a good person. No, he says, if you do it for, for a sin for you up the devil. 
And over in Hazan called Revelation, what we just read, is a group of people who are practicing things. He wrote those letters to congregations in Europe. There was uh, letters wrote other places, but okay, the Greco-Roman the Greco-Roman theology and their religious formation wanted to keep everything in Europe as though Europe were, were the authors of who God is. It was more than so. All right, keep reading, Rita. Because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the son of Elohim appeared was to destroy the devil's work. No one who is born of Elohim will continue to sin because Elohim's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of Elohim. You know, Dr. Renee, we talked about the sanctification process and we're teaching land up on land, precept on precept, here a little, there, there a little. We, we're not getting away from this. He says uh, they cannot go, go on rebelling against the kingdom in their lifestyle because they've been born again. You remember I was saying earlier as a young lady was in our ministry, she was in the church 17 years and she found out she wasn't saved when she got to us and we began to teach her the word. She told me she, she didn't have the desire. She couldn't do that. See, when you get born again, you get a do right nature in your spirit. You can't just keep doing stuff and feel good about it. You, I mean, if you're born again, that's one way to know you're born again. You just don't keep disobeying. And hear things and not do it. If you do that, your conscience is going to become seared. I've taught people who I knew their conscience had been seared. That, that they were void of hearing. They born again, living on the earth, couldn't hear because of the rebellious, continuous disobedience. The worst thing anyone can do is hear the word, say, yeah, so I'm going to do it and never do it. That person's on their way to having a conscience that's insensitive to the Holy Spirit. And then you have people like that going to witches and warlocks, playing music to try to feel better, uh, smoking dope, having sex, getting in clubs and doing this to try to trying to find a point of contact to hear from the Holy Spirit. And this way you had these, these prophets, these, these rapers of the congregation financially, raping father's people financially, come to my conference, I'm gonna do this, I do, cause they can't hear. One ministry used to come, we used to do the old church stuff, you know, you visit ministry and stuff like that. We'd be praising, worshiping Yeshua, Holy Spirit and the Father. They would not stand until their pastor got there. They wouldn't testify. Am I right, Dr. Nate? They wouldn't say, they wouldn't lift a hand or nothing until their pastor got there. My pastor's a prophet. My question, what are you doing pastoring there? First question. If you're such a mighty prophet, go prophesy. People under a spirit of sorcery, control. And this is why some of you all see the reason or some ways that we have in, in handling you. I'm not gonna be telling you how to brush your teeth and wash your elbow. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I, I, I'm, I'm very cautious. Uh, and it, see, pastoring ain't no joke. When, when, when you submit to our authority, then I have a responsibility to never ever abuse that. To never ever, I'm just turning my light up just a little bit. I hope I didn't turn up too, too high. I mean, to never ever take advantage of that. You know, I can ask certain people to do certain things. They'll do it just because I asked. The father have trusted me with that because he knew that I could be trusted. My sister can be trusted. Other developing paths could be trusted. He knew that we would never abuse our authority. And that was Sheol talked about. He said, I'm not going to abuse my authority. Even though I have it, I'm not going to abuse it. I'm not telling you to do all this stupid stuff. You'll do it. See, I still make the statement, I ain't going to hear from nobody. I know too much. 
But Pastor, you just tell him what to do. I do it. I don't know. But what I'm gonna tell you first, the Holy Spirit, <laughs> He done told you 90 times. Now you figure you don't do what I tell you to do. I'm not in that. No way, Jose. Now let's go back to this, this, this vice. This vice. Keep reading, Rita. This is how we know who the children of Elohim are and who the children now of how the we know are. who the children of Elohim are, because we confess Jesus as our Lord and God raised him from the dead, right? Am I right? Not right. just not just confessing, but the answer is no, I'm not right. Y'all could have got me then. You see, now, now your opportunity gone down the road. I was totally wrong in making that statement. Because confessing is never evidence of eternal life. That's how you get born again. That's not how you go to heaven. That, that's how you get born again. Am I right now? You're right. Yes. Read. As anyone who does not do what is right is not Elohim's child, nor is anyone who does not love their brother or sister. Oh, 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 and oh, oh. Do not in our relationships. See, that's what really a true If you want to use a cross, which is a religious symbol, if you want to use it, um, let's call it a point of intersection where you intersect crossroad. That you got to have them both going, both relationship with each other. That's a re direct relationship, relationship with the father. If I got a relationship with the father, then I'm reveal his heart to my sisters and brothers. See, the, somebody tell me what the Hebrew word is for love, the real word, not the Greek stuff. I don't wanna hear nothing they got to say. What is the Hebrew word for love? Ahava. Say it again. Ahava. Go, oh, my keys in the house. My keys in the house. Down there in Texas, plain old Texas. Is that, <laughs> is that the city you live in, plain old Texas? That's where we went when we came down, is that the one? That's what, yeah, that's where you came, but I live in Little Elm. Oh, my, my, there you go, bro. Straighten that thing out. I don't live in Plano, Texas. I live somewhere else. But it is a city called Plano, Texas. Aha. Now, someone spare that word out and tell, it what, tell us what each Hebrew letter word means and give us a proper definition based on the lexicon of Yeshua, Holy Spirit himself. It's Aleph, Hi, Bayet, and it is to reveal the heart of the Father. So what do Aleph mean? Oh, I'm sorry. Aleph means the Father. Um, hi is to reveal what's on heaven in the earth, and Bayet means what's on the inside. What controls the inside. Thank you, Aleph Crestle. We certainly appreciate that. All those Texans let people know we know something here. We're in the house. Okay, to reveal the heart of the Father. Yeshua said, when you see me, you see the Father. He revealed the Father's heart by revealing his will, revealing his word, revealing his ways, revealing his doctrine, lifestyle, you see? So our relationship, that's how, that's how we know. Because you will always see the, the Father revealed. You're not going to see me jumping in, in the congregation, jumping over chairs, leaping over three rows. Oh, the spirit hit me. I leaped over. You see that? He leaped over three rows of chair. You all see that joke do the long jump. That ain't nothing. But anyway, the spirit hit him. And, and, and when he leaped, some fell out of some stuff fell out of his pocket. He found out what was really energizing. <laughs> That's not a really don't work like that now. It don't work like that. It, it doesn't whack like that, Cletus. It doesn't whack like that. Be mean to me. And you talking about you praying, uh, you go right here. You know, the person used to do that. 
uh, pass on praying for you. I said, I hope not. I had to go and stop it. I really hope you are not. You mean as a junkyard dog, cracked out. And I don't want you praying for me. You're too mean. <laughs> hey, you have to just go and deal with some people. You really have to go and deal with them. No, I don't want no. No, thank you. No, thank you. I, I don't want it. You keep it. Hmm. Okay. I hope we're catching this now. Revealing the heart of the Father. Not paying nobody light bill to keep them in your congregation, pastors, because I know the ones that do it. A buying them food, you uh, ordaining them just to keep them a member of your church. My goodness, there's some crazy stuff going on in Memphis, Tennessee, in the Bible Belt. But how are you treating people? I'm not talking about laying down for nobody. You tell them the truth. Have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? I'm revealing the heart of the Father. I don't agree with that. He doesn't agree with it. If he doesn't agree with it, you doesn't. You don't agree with it. Well, I may lose a friendship. Good. Okay. Uh, I think that's enough on that one. Uh, let's go back to our note because we got to close it. Line up on line, precept on precept, here a little, there a little. Salvation is conditional. See, we probably shouldn't even get this. Do we need to start this? Because we I don't think we need to start this. Let's not get into this. Because we're getting this. We're going to get all up in there. All the way. Well, they're a prophet. Excuse me. They're a prophet. Made me hiccup on it. <laughs> Such a big lie. They're a prophet. Uh, 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 they prophesy. I know they say. Like, who was that a guy who had his head under the woman's breast? I'm talking about, name, name, come out. I said, these clowns are just flat clowning and people love it. See, crowds love entertainment. And, and we're going to get into it. Oh, well, well, they wrote uh, nine books to 10 nations. I saw them blow on people and they got healed. Well, I saw this and so-and-so, so-and-so. What we see really doesn't count is who the Lord knows because he's going to tell them people, I don't know y'all, but 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 I, I, I never tell you to uh, go to that. I, I don't tell you to go over there because you are seeking signs and miracles and wonders and you got to see some demons cast out for you to believe. You can't believe me without demons then all of y'all, I don't know you. Well, they got 10,000 members and they got, they praise and worship team got worldwide CD. I don't care nothing about that. I don't care nothing about that. What I care about is my word and you living my will out in your life. I care about how you are handling what I went through for you. See, because primarily religion in America is based on capitalism and religion. And some people see a lot of folks, see a lot of money, see a lot of cars. Pastor getting up bragging, I got seven Mercedes, uh, eight of them are, are Maybachs, and I got Lamborghinis and Fiaris, and I got the latest Porsche and... Um, the Bugatti, these these are light things. The Lord blessed me with all this. I got three jet planes and I own 900 acres of land. So if you're giving to my ministry, it's fertile ground. You're a bald-faced lie. You own some oil wells. You're, you're a trickster. You're laundering money. You're tied in with the syndicate. You're a lie. Got to sow into your ministry. What you talking about? Return, honor the Lord with first fruits. Return what's holy to tie to him. Sow free will offerings. Support the great mandate and not the great mission. Support the great mandate. Give uh, to those who are in need in your congregation, who are commonwealth. Practice these things. Before you go to Africa, talking about you sending water over there. How about them folks stay right behind you that's catching hell every day? 
before you send your money off to the big ministry, how about that local congregation down there that's praying 24 seven for your city? Now they ain't got 15 folk, you, you don't, I don't get no money there. That, that's not a large ministry child. I, I, oh. I'm gonna tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. Dr. Nate, let's close it out and move on. All right, so for those who have been watching today, uh, we hope that you were blessed by everything that was said. Um, definitely want you to remember to like and subscribe, share this message. Many people need to hear the kingdom message. Um, just because you've been raised in the quote unquote church, it doesn't mean that you're going to heaven anyhow. So the word of the Elohim tells us exactly what we need to do to be saved. And we need to come into the knowledge of the truth. Hopefully something that was said on today has blessed you. And then you can always reach out to us and we uh, will definitely like to pray for you as well. Okay, Dr. Larry. And Shalom.